0: Hey sisters, before we dive into this podcast episode, I wanted to take a minute and recognize that this is that really strange week between, you know, Christmas and New Year's where you're not really sure what to do with yourself. You know, you really should just be doing very little, you know, and you're probably sick of all the holiday stuff and you want to get healthy, but it's a wild time and I love it as a time to actually be a bit more reflective. And learn. Think about what you want for yourself, what you really want to feel in your body, and ask those deeper questions. And to help you do that, I wanted to share with you two promo codes that I'm offering for this week only 50% uh, fifty percent off any of my courses, which help you with just kickstarting your hormone rebalancing, more more knowledge in your body, understanding all of that. So you'll I'll put the link in the in the show notes here. Just swipe up, and you'll use holiday fifty for fifty percent off any of my courses. And if you're someone who is ready to take action but doesn't need long term accountability, then I am giving a, a coupon for Happy Hormones. It's called, which is hundred dollars off my exclusive. Hormone healing analysis. It's a 90 minute session where we just dive in and create your plan and strategy. But for those of you who maybe are a little bit more like me and know that you should feel better than you do, you've been trying all the things, you've been feeling really frustrated. And it's not as simple as just buying a strategy or creating a customized strategy. You know that you need that mindset work to help you actually follow through on the strategy and heal maybe old mindset stuff that's keeping you really stuck. I want to remind you that this week and next week are the last two weeks that my applications for my exclusive two-month hormone rebalancing one-on-one coaching program is open for. It is my closest container where I only take on eight women for two months. I only open it about three times a year so that we can dive deep, create that customized strategy for you, but really focus on the mindset piece of what's keeping you from following through on your goals. And this was the big shift that I had to make in order for me to follow through. I had all the strategy I needed. I just kept running into roadblocks and I didn't understand how to get through that. And for me, it's always been investing in myself, hiring a coach that's helped me to overcome what's keeping me blocked because it's really hard to see yourself from inside the frame. And when you have that expert um another set of eyes that's an expert in this area then not only do you start to realize why you're stuck but you start to cultivate the unique paths to keep you consistent so that you're not just staying there we are all masters of our own self-sabotage and until you recognize what that is and push through and create new pathways and reframe the way you've been thinking, it's pretty hard to get there on your own. This is this is what I have been I've made a career out of, you know, being in the wellness industry and being being healthy and fit for over 12 to 15 years now. And it still took me three years all by myself, along with a coach to get myself out of a big slump. So I know it's not an easy piece. Swipe up if you're someone who's been struggling, you know, if you find yourself stuck in the closet, frustrated with with how to with what to wear, if you know you should feel better than you do, if you're starting to feel like you can't keep going this way in your body and in your life, your energy is sucking, your weight is gaining, your clothes aren't fitting, your relationship's suffering, you're snappy at your children, whatever it is that's, that's keeping you there, you know you're frustrated and you're ready to change. And Googling stuff just isn't working anymore. So, swipe up, apply for one of my spots. We will sit down. I don't take everyone. I'll let you know if it's not the right thing for you and point you in another direction. And uh, if you're approved, we'll schedule a call. We'll talk about that. All right. That's it. Enjoy this weird week. Be still, be calm, turn in, and let's dive in. <music> Hey sisters, how are you feeling in your body today? This is episode 61 of the Period Whisperer podcast and I'm your girl, Bria Gad, the Period Whisperer. Um, And always a reminder that ultimately the goal of this podcast and my mission is to recognize how far disassociated we've become in our body to not recognize the whispers in it the way it tells us what it needs. Culture has taught us so strongly and by no fault of ours but culture has taught us so strongly to look outside of ourselves um, to determine how we feel like this is why you might get on a scale and see that it's gone up two pounds and then you feel frustrated for the same reason you get on the scale and you're down two pounds and you feel excited those things are really dangerous to tie your feelings to because they're transient and they're somewhat out of your control when we swap that narrative and start to look inside for how do I feel in my clothes? How do I feel in my digestion? How do I feel in my energy? When we start to swap that and look inside, we actually begin to tie it to what we've been doing. We realize, oh, hey, I actually feel really good. Because the trouble with Tying things to the outside and in, and we do this in many, many ways, right? We do this by any type of analytics, you know, this is what's so interesting to me about, you know, sleep trackers and all the trackers that we have. We can um, wake up and feel a bit tired, but look at our watch and say, oh, well, I had this amazing sleep and it's mental, right? It can actually boost you that way. Or you can actually feel like you had a good sleep and look and be like, oh no, I'm not getting enough deep sleep. And in the example of the scale, when we get on it, and it says up or down or whatever, which again, it is pretty common and natural for the female body to have like a six-pound swing, three up, three down, because of our hormones, because of our metabolism shifts, because of our um, the way our body retains water. You know, it's it's pretty normal. So it's really dangerous and counterproductive to tie how we feel to something outside of us and although it's not our fault this is how we have been taught it is our responsibility to stop perpetuating it right to get off the darn scale and turn in and, and ask yourself how am I really feeling in this body of mine um, and there have been times in my life where I, I did get stuck with the scale and I wouldn't feel very good, but then I'd get on the scale and think, oh, well, nothing's really changed. I guess it's okay that I drink and eat and act the way I do. And and that's the dangerous part, right, is that we tie it sometimes to unrealistic or even unhealthy behaviors. It's why it's, it's quite dangerous when people comment on how other people look all the time. I have a very clear memory of being you know 19 years old and going back to um, like a one-year high school reunion and I had been really struggling. I had been in a dark place. I hadn't been eating very well which doesn't happen to me very in life. I've never been one of those people who you know forgets to eat quote unquote but when I have a highly stressful time in my life I have noticed that you know it's harder and of course your cortisol is up and when you're young that can often you know shed weight quickly so I had had lost weight but in an unhealthy way and I remember going to that reunion and I had so many people comment on how I looked and all of a sudden I thought oh my gosh like I got I'm getting more attention now than I ever did for behavior that wasn't exactly healthy, was it? It wasn't healthy at all, and that was quite uh, quite a dark time because all of a sudden, not only do you tie bad behavior to good result or to what feels like to an outside result that made me feel a certain way or allowed myself to feel a certain way, but then it also was how I started measuring how to feel good. What are other people saying to me? How are they commenting? And um, and that's tricky, that's a dangerous place to be because we don't get to control you know, what's outside of us and happiness is actually not outside of us, it's very much inside of us. We are responsible for finding our own happiness. We can have beautiful people in our life that support our happiness, that fan that flame for us, but ultimately the happiness comes from within and we all know that, right? So, you know, what I want to talk about today is how the most direct way to release weight in in perimenopause is really something that is going to feel another way that culture has taught us um, to look outside of us for our worth. And ultimately, the most direct way, which is going to be one of the hardest things, and it's one of the hardest things for my clients when I talk to them one-on-one is slowing down so that you can speed up. Um, And for me, when I was in the thick of my hormonal chaos, I was working constantly you know sleeping very little waking up early caffeinating pushing through a hard workout you know hustling from dawn until dusk until unless I took a nap or or ate more food to make it through and and why that's can be so dangerous on your body long term is that your body not only can it just not keep up with that pace but it's already grinding away in this reverse puberty, in this perimenopause that we're having. It's already busy trying to rebalance you. It's already busy trying to handle the load that's extra during this phase in our life. And so immediately we move into that fight or flight mode, right? And all of a sudden, most things that we do start to, that would normally be not a big deal, start to... Build up excess cortisol, making it more difficult for the body to do anything. So, not only is the body now doubled in workload on top of its trying to rebalance you naturally but now it has this excess cortisol it has to do because you're asking all of these things of it, right? I'm waking up not sleeping enough, extra cortisol. I'm waking up and pounding some caffeine, extra cortisol. I'm waking up and doing a hard workout, extra cortisol. I'm not taking time to breathe, so I'm kind of stressed all day, extra cortisol, extra cortisol, you get the point. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you understand this. And it was a hard, hard pill for me to swallow but the beginning of my path back and really the most direct way to get there was slowing down. And I was definitely one of those people who thought, if I don't do it, how's it going to get done? If I don't do it, I'm going to start failing. If I don't do it, I'm going to start gaining weight, all of these things. And that was probably the most fascinating part of slowing down to speed up was that when I stopped my early morning alarm clock and let myself sleep in an extra hour when I swapped out my caffeine that was giving me energy to do all the other things I wanted my body to do to swapped it for greens or lemon water in the morning when I swapped my workout for a walk or some yoga when I slowed down and really asked myself does this have to be done right now or can I just focus on being calm and being present not only it wasn't that my body just that my body released weight it did but it's more the journey right to that destination we in order to to lose weight we have to become the person that is capable of losing weight right it's just no different than when we envy someone for what they already have in order to you know Climb Mount Everest, we have to become the person capable of doing those things. And it's always a journey. So, for me, in the thick of all of that, I had to, it was, I think, the biggest aha in the slowing down was that I was able to start thinking about the things that I was numbing with food and alcohol um, and sugar. And my body was able to relax a little bit more, I was able to start processing the things and the thoughts that I didn't want to process in my life. I was able to revisit the conversations and the things that I was stressed out about and just holding on to that were leaking out in my sleep at night, I was able to have more energy, because I wasn't My body wasn't grinding so hard on everything. I was able to have a little bit more energy to be like, why am I craving this sugar right now? Why am I wanting this, you know, this food right now? Slowing down became and is still my most challenging process or practice, I like to call. But when you start to realize that culture has taught us to hustle, nature is what continues to teach us that slowing down is the way to achieve and we see this right in winter before spring we see this everywhere in culture you know in winter before spring like in order for new growth in order for big growth in order for you know all that happens in spring and summer there has to be a quiet time in winter right? We've got to have that time. This is where we hear these sayings, it's always darkest before the dawn. There's the calm before the storm. There has to be a period of calm and reflection and rest and break so that we can come to full force into what we're trying to accomplish. So what am I really saying here? When you're in hormonal chaos, which is what you're in. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably here because you're struggling with one of the many symptoms of perimenopause. And it's so much so that it's impacting your life, right? We know that in perimenopause, um, at at some point, there might be some discomfort, some hot flashes, because we are going through this, you know, this reverse puberty. So there's going to be something. But if it's so much that it's impacting your life, like, that can be that can 90% of that can be fixed through lifestyle changes. And that's why you're here listening to this podcast. So when you're in hormonal chaos, the answer for you truly is to do less and slow down, not just so that your body can rest which your body is what your body needs it's so busy doing many things that in order for it to get to homeostasis so that it can release weight we have to balance that out by doing less and putting less on the body but also for this period of reflection for this period of processing right we you heard in my last episode like this is a time in our life where you know our it's almost that reckoning right where our body no longer puts up with the way we've been doing things that aren't in alignment of it and that's that's culture has taught us that it has taught us so it isn't our fault but it has taught us that this is our path you know by working out harder by eating less by working harder by doing everything by trying to be the best at everything by having to be on every committee you know all of these pieces. And it's easy for me to talk about this because I I am one of these people. I'm just like you. I'm caught in that culture and having to unwind that cultural practice. But it was the slowing down where I started to hear my own voice inside of what my body needed and when I actually began to recognize which part was my ego, the part of your brain that tells you, well, if you don't do this, you're, you know, you're going to be a failure. And those are the moments, our opportunities of reframing, right? And we cannot hear these moments to change them if we're moving at Mach ten. So, you know, if we know that we need to slow down in order for our body to balance out the chaos, so that that it can. Get into weight release, right? We know that whenever a body is in chaos, in stress, it cannot do its major functions, such as, you know, burning stored fat, get reproductive, getting pregnant, fighting off sickness, right? It has to be in balance in order to be able to optimally do that. So we have to slow down for that reason alone. But we have to slow down in our minds in order for us to reflect on what got us here in the first place. No, it's not our fault, but it is our responsibility and our opportunity as empowered women to know ourselves, to dive into who we are and why we feel the way we feel. And we don't get to do that when we're running, you know, 10 miles an hour. And many of you and myself included, I was one of these people, I didn't want to, I didn't even want to let go of those tendencies. I had wrapped that chaos, that high productivity so much into my identity that separating from that was hard and still is. So we often don't want to look at all the decisions that got us where we are and we don't want to do the work to change. But if you want to make eating healthy and moving your body, if you want to make those things an easy thing for you, an effortless thing, a thing that you just do, you have to do this other work, this mindset work, right, around what got you here and, and, and being able, slowing down enough to spot it, to stop it, and then to change it. And that is the work that happens, one, when you work with a coach, two, when you slow down, you know, three, when you really prioritize yourself. And that is a big piece here. As we're heading into the new year, a part of the, you know, a time frame where, you know, a lot of people set these new intentions, these new goals, and they really want to know how they want to feel. I know that looks down upon, that can look down upon because we, you know, can often, we can often, um, give up on our goals really quickly in this new year so a lot of people just don't bother setting them but I actually think it's a really calm time of the year to be reflective and make sure when you're looking at your your intentions for the next year and your goals, that you're recognizing who you have to become to achieve that. And we cannot just go into life exactly how we are and just cram more into it. And that was, I think that's the way that so many of us do it. And I know I was one of these people like, this is the year. This is the year. I'm going to work out every day. I'm not going to eat any of these things. I'm also going to meditate. I'm going to do all this stuff every day. And And the thing is that change, new habits, which require change, take energy. And we don't have more energy, especially during this time in our life. Energy for us is found in the quiet, in the calm. So your path to getting results, my dear, my sister, my sister girlfriend, is to slow down so that you can speed up. And that's is the biggest challenge that you have on your plate. Because when you slow down, there's a lot of voices that come in your mind that tell you why you're not doing enough, why you're never gonna be this, why you're this and this and this, and they all say these awful things to us, right? And that's the work, that's the work that needs to be done to bring us back to a place. Because what the empowered woman, the conscious woman in her body chooses to eat in a way that honors and makes her feel body feel good (laughs) makes her body feel good you know the conscious woman in her conscious body knows how to treat it so that it does not feel like junk all the time and that is your path to success and this is your year so I want to remind you that You don't need to feel the way you feel. It is fully within your power. The work is not you pushing yourself through a hard workout or not eating enough food or saying no to all the things that you love. The work is slowing down and revisiting why you're rushing in the first place. All right, sisters, if you need help with this, remember this is the week where, you know, for in Canada it's Boxing Day and so that's a big sales day or sort of a sale week. So I am offering my courses off at 50% off as well as my hormone healing analysis Um, for $100 off. Those coupon codes are, are in the below in the show notes you can swipe up and and read those but if you're looking to really revolutionize your life and you want to focus on that I want you to swipe up and apply for my two-month exclusive hormone rebalancing coaching program it is one-on-one you and me and this is where this mindset stuff comes in and not only do we create a strategy for you that works but we make sure that you stay accountable to it and you do the mindset shift and the work that you need to do in order for you to achieve what you want. All right, we'll see you next time.